If you're looking for the best horror, thriller, sci-fi and WTF audio fiction this side of the apocalypse, then you should listen to The Other Stories. With over 500 stories on the podcast feed already and news stories dropping every single Monday morning, The Other Stories is your new best friend. Check out The Other Stories today on any and all podcast platforms or head to theotherstories.net. After all, these aren't the stories your mother used to tell you. These are The Other Stories. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hang on to your balls. It's time for the Horror Hangout Podcast. Welcome to the Horror Hangout Podcast, where two bearded film fans watch the 50 best horror movies ever and then talk about them. My name is Luke Condor, and that's with a K, and today I'm joined by Mr... Mr. Ben Errington. Mr. Ben Errington. How's it going? Ben er- Mr. Ben Errington. I, I, I uh, put a weird embellishment on that. Sorry about that. I like it. <laughs> it improves, improves my name tenfold. Thank you. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks, Luke. Condor with a K. How the devil are you? I'm good. You had a shower out here? I did have a shower. It was it was quite refreshing. I'm clean everywhere. You look very refreshing right now. You've got a... <laughs> refreshing! <laughs> you Looking at you makes me feel like I've had a shower. That's how clean no, you does look. It? <laughs> yeah. That counts. That basically counts. You basically count. I'll be fine now. Yeah, I'll be fine. Um, yeah, man. What have you been up to? What have I been up to? I've been up to Other some stuff. Other than showering. And things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh showered once, maybe <laughs> twice in the last week. <laughs> um, yeah. Um I've been up to some stuff. I haven't really had much time to uh, uh have w- watch much horror. Yeah, I've not really watched this has probably been the first week in a while where I've watched next to nothing, which is uh quite upsetting. I don't know, Halloween week just kind of took over. Yeah. Loads of parties loads of parties going down. Yeah, boozing, cocaine. Boozing, yeah. cocaine. Didn't do any of those things, but you know, yeah, it's on any, the list. Any boozing? No boozing at all. I didn't do any boozing, no. I mean the parties I went to were mainly children. Uh, uh they were okay. they were adults there as well. They were uh, Okay. <laughs> And there was um, only one. It was like an evening. Okay, cool. only one adult. Only one, one adult. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and it was they, me. They, and they can't booze, can they? They can't be the uh, one because you know it's, it's rude at a party to be the only one drinking. So, yeah, I know what you mean. I always feel a bit odd drinking, you know, just uh, when I'm at a kids' party because I don't want to be that boozy yeah. weirdo. <laughs> Not like I'm a weirdo Mr. in any way. Mr. I said. Yeah, Mr. Classic, Mr. Errington. So, did they call you Mr. Classic Errington? Mr. Errington. They can't call you Ben. What did they call you? Who's, who's this? The children of the party. 
children are fighting. Excuse me, Mr. Errington, I need a poo poo. No, no one calls me Mr. Errington. What no one call calls you? me Ben. Sir. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that formal. Oi, mate. Oi, you. you really? No, 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 not that. Jesus Christ. Well, he's, well, he's... Kids, are, kids are pretty rude, though. Kids Brutal. Are pretty rude. Yeah. I, got, I, think, I think a kid started on me yesterday. That's a horror movie. What, so yeah. this kid started on you? Yeah, so I went Oi. to watch WWE. I went, I went, I I went to watch WWE. <laughs> I want to watch WWE in Cardiff yesterday, which was pretty exciting. Yeah. No, that's oh, yeah, not course, horror. Yeah. That's not horror related. Kane was, was there, wasn't he? Kane was there. Horror related, I guess. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. There we go. Did Big he red hair machine. again. <laughs> what happened? Because <laughs> yeah, he had hair, hair when I stopped watching, and then I saw a picture, and he had no hair. I, I, like, I think I don't know if this is true, <laughs> but I think he's never had hair. It's always been a hairpiece. I think he's always had some hair, but I don't know if he's always had hair that long. Yeah. Because now it's like attached to the mask. Anyway, I was in the queue and some boy turned around to me and he was like, "Do you like wrestling or what?" And then I gave him, a bit, <laughs> I, I gave him a bit of, I gave him a bit of shit and just went, "No, I just, I just stood in the queue for the wrestling for a laugh." <laughs> just <laughs> wind him up. And then his mum turned on me and then oh, he Jesus turned on Christ. me. Tag team. And then, and then at some point, well, not they went in a horrible way. It was just a, it was in a banter way. And then he just said out of nowhere, he turned back round like he was thinking about what to say, and he just turned back round and went. I'm gonna Superman punch you, <laughs> which is a famous WWE um, wrestling move. And I Wait, was like, I always think that's a, like a mixed martial art move. So yeah. because I I, uh, I watched, we'll get into the horror movies stuff soon. So I'm a, I watched the uh, the USC, which uh, you know it's like the the grown up version of WWE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like that grown up version of WWE. Uh, all the all the kids watch the yeah. Did he see Superman punching yeah. WWE? Yeah, it's like a. Roman Reigns does it. It's like a jumping sort of punch. It's yeah. just a bit. Yeah. A bit... That's cool. Okay, man. Yeah. So. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so, mate. Wait, That's so cool. At what point, at what point did your Irish whip the kid? Uh, ooh, straight away, pretty much into traffic. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> sure. uh, it's slow moving, so it's fine. He only had a cracked skull. Okay, that's good. This is horrible. Brutal. This is. Brutal. I didn't yeah. do that. This is just. This is terrible. Boozing. Irish traffic. Um, so I, I, I watched some horror stuff. I watched Society, which is like a 1989 horror movie. It's on Shudder. Have you heard of Society? Uh, Society? Yeah, I've, I've seen. I've, I've not seen it, but I've seen um, recognizable. You only need to see the last 20 minutes. Like, oh, it was fast, fast forward. Well, yeah, because like so, the first hour is just like a, an experiment in trying to prolong that moment until it gets absolutely. Insane. It should have no. just been a short film, but it's good. It, those last twenty minutes are really, but like amazing to see. Uh, so Shudder, you recommend? Yeah, Shudder's great. It's something like five pound a month, and it's like Netflix for, for like you know the, the horror section of Netflix is okay with a lot of shit. Um, Shudder's like there is there is still a lot of shit, <laughs> but there's also like a lot of like a lot of classics, a lot of like eighties um, horror stuff, and like I don't know, it's just it's super focused, and there's a lot of good stuff on there. Yeah. How much is it? Fiverr? Fiverr a month? Fiverr. Yeah, I've been kind of debating it. We are not does, sponsored does... in any way by Shudder when we are discussing All, it. Although I have email to ask, and they just never got back to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. Uh, We're not listening to you, Riff Raff. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Annabelle Creation? I watched, I mean, we watched oh, Annabelle yeah. Creation. Have you That's seen that? Annabelle. That's the new Annabelle, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. not seen either of those, because I feel confused by the concept of it, because it is like kind of a spin-off from The Conjuring, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, do you like the Conjuring? Which is films? weird. You're not a big fan of them, are you? Uh, the first one was okay, I Can't think, and, I, think, and yeah. I thought the second one was great. Yeah, 
The conjuring. Come the conjuring. Conjuring. Come conjuring, if you will. <laughs> I thought the second one was great. I think they captured sort of like what was it, nineteen seventies? London. Like uh It was London, it was like uh, Liverpool, I thought. No. <laughs> it was um... what? Just outside of London, wasn't it? it was, oh, uh, I got that wrong, have I? Bloody heck. Um, okay, London. London events. Yeah. Um, I think they captured that really well. I think, like, the character... <laughs> do you know what I mean? Do you know sometimes when these big films try and do, like, Londoners Yeah. Uh, in any from any time period? And it really managed to all... capture the grottiness of it. <laughs> yeah, they ca- the grottiness was captured. Yeah. You know, all the, all the horrible patterns on the carpet and the duvets and everything. It felt... Digestive biscuits like a... on a plate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's a great meal for some. Yeah, you know yeah. that's a great meal, uh, great sustenance. Yeah. But yeah, I think they captured that really well, and um, it felt it felt like a really nice lived-in world. And yeah. when it was like it, when it was all the ghostly stuff happening, it felt like believable, even though like the actual footage of that true story is yeah. kind of ridic- kind of ridiculous. And was it what Enfield? Enfield, that's the one. Oh, maybe it's yeah. Liverpool. Where's Enfield? If it turns out it's in Liverpool after you put me through <laughs> that admit you're wrong moment. No, L- be... London Borough of Enfield. Ah, yeah. you did a Eat twisty it. on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, let me just check that for you. Okay, I've checked it, and yes, it turns out you are wrong after all. And I gave you that brief glimmer of hope. No, yeah, unless it's a different Enfield. You're, are you thinking of Anfield? I feel no. like that's uh, maybe a that's how I got conf- okay. maybe that's how my little stupid brain <laughs> got confused. <laughs> God, are you thinking of Anfield? Because it's only one letter different. I mean, I can see what you've got to. Yeah. Okay. Patronizing Condor. <laughs> um. So, should we talk about the film for the day? Film of the night. Yeah. Have you watched any any other horror? That's it. Oh yeah. So, well, Annabelle Creation was uh, surprisingly good. Actually, it was because uh, the, the first Annabelle was a. Uh, Pile of shit poops, <laughs> big pile of Irish whipping shits, and it's uh, no, it's uh, it was like, but the second one, yeah, is this prequel. It was made by the guy who did the what's the film with the lights and they turn off and then it goes to bed, lights lights out, lights out, yeah, which is okay. <laughs> what's the name of that film with the lights to go out? I mean, the lights are out. What's it called again? Yeah, well, it was patronizing, saying... <laughs> patronizing Ben. Oh god, um, is uh, yeah, it's really good. I definitely recommend it. It's it was I kind of figured it's just kind of like a a ghost story, you know. A ghost appears and then like the the person, the next time you see them, they're all shriveled up or something like a classic ghost death. This is kind of brutal. There's one there's one like death scene where there's like a woman ripped in half. It's got like demons in it and stuff. It's more it's way more brutal than I thought it was going to be. Oh yeah, it's surprising. Even. This week I'm planning to watch. I know what you did last summer. I've not seen that in so long. Yeah, because I noticed it's on Netflix, and I just looked at it, and I thought that's the who's who of like late nineties megastars: uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Freddie Prince Jr. Freddie Prince Jr. I, I was trying to say his name, and it came out as Jamie Feakston. Like, <laughs> 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 what? if you think, what does Jamie Feakston look like in my head? Freddie Prince Jr. comes up. Like if I do an he's internal mind big, Google, he's got all the big stars: Jamie Feakston, <laughs> Richard Bacon. Andy Peters. It's got all the big bad. Oh, I imagine that. <laughs> like horror movie with those guys, isn't it? But yeah, so I kind of, it made me kind of want to watch it because I remember, I remember it quite well and I remember it being all right. Yeah. Was, um, so Scream was the first VHS horror movie I owned as a kid. 
I know we did last summer was the second. Oh, as well into big, those like nineties. Uh, that's slashes. the big one too. And I think we do have Scream on this list at some point, which would be nice to yeah, it's good revisit. Okay, uh, so should we talk about the film for this week? I yes, indeed. So we are number twenty-one of the list, top fifty <coughs> horror films ever made. And uh, number twenty-one is is a little old feature film called The Fog. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? The Fog. Okay, The Fog is a nineteen eighty. American horror film directed by John Carpenter, who also co-wrote the screenplay and created the music for the film. Uh, it stars Adrienne Barbeau, murdered that name, sorry, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tom Atkins, Janet Lee, and Hal Holbrook. And it tells the story of a strange glowing fog that sweeps in over a small coastal town in California, bringing with, the venge- bringing with it the vengeful ghosts of mariners who were killed in a shipwreck exactly 100 years before. Nice. Okay, and this is what... I the- mean... That's unfortunate. It is pretty unfortunate, yeah. This is what the Empire film students had to say. A chilly yarn about ghost pirates exacting revenge on a small coastal town. The fog is so explicitly a campfire tale that it even begins with a scout troop sitting around a seaside blaze with time for just one more story. Carpenter's follow-up to the classic Halloween source and post-production tinkering to make the scares more explicit. And when you know that, you can definitely spot the reshoot joins. But it doesn't affect what remains perhaps Carpenter's most purely atmospheric film. Interestingly... This film is not rated as highly as like the last few films that we've had. So 71% on Rotten Tomatoes and Eyes Without a Face and whatever we did before that was on like 98 or something ludicrous. 6.8 on IMDb. So lower than the IMDb threshold. Um, and then when we asked the, the Facebook group, Tom McGraver said, definitely one of the best horror films. Loved it ever since it scared him as a kid. Andy Conduit Turner said, There's, uh, this one's an old favourite from The Master of Horror. The remake makes me sad. And then he had a little unhappy face. Um, and then the rest of the people just sort of um, put little gifts and, and videos of their sort of favourite bits. So it's interesting, like, critically, it's not particularly liked at all. But for the horror fans, they seem to love it. And that's all that's important, mate. As long as the old horror fans love it. Yeah, yeah. We're the most important. Um, I, haven't, I haven't seen the remake. Have you seen the remake? No, I've not, I've not even seen this until this time. You haven't. You still haven't seen it. I've not seen it. What film <laughs> you're we here to again? discuss? You're here. It's <laughs> you, called. You um, said the lead on this one, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember when this bit happened? It was terrifying, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. This was. Um. I mean, it's pretty great. This film. Uh. There's some char- There's some characters in this film who I kind of feel like it could do without. I kind of feel like I'm not too interested in their plight as I am in some others. Yeah. And when they're on screen, I'm a bit like, nah, 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 go away. There's a, I think there's a couple I can think of like who really added nothing to this <laughs> to the whole any of the story. Well, unfortunately for me, I didn't. I wasn't too big on Jamie Lee Curtis in this. Now, it almost feels like she's just there for the sake of it, simply because of who she is and the fact that she's been in like obviously Halloween, uh, which was how yeah, many years before? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I did. Um, I don't know, not many years before. I mean, I did read that Jamie Lee Curtis couldn't get cast after Halloween. And that's why John Carpenter put her in this because he just wanted to give her a job because he's like a yeah. massive fan of her. Um, mm. And she's she good. Cast, no, I think maybe she got typecast or something in Halloween. Yeah, I don't know. Mm, but so strange. she thought, I better do another horror film just so I don't get typecast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I better do another John Carpenter horror film so I can avoid <laughs> yeah. the risk of getting typecast. You know what? So uh, I, yeah. I. Uh, have become more and more of a John Carpenter fan over the past few, like, 
mainly the past year since we started doing this. I've always liked his films. I even had Ghost of Mars on DVD and I watched it many times. And uh, like, I don't and, that. yeah, I've done them on these. It's all right. It's got a certain sort of charm to it. Um, I always yeah, so loved it. Um... That was vampires, I think. Yeah, I, I always, I always love vampires as well. I never knew that was John Carpenter for ages as well. Yeah, I think uh, it was. I don't know how I watched it. I mean, when did that come out? Like, uh, mid nineties, maybe. No, maybe ninety nine. I mean, that's just that's merely a that's merely a guess. James Woods, isn't it? Yeah. Um, ninety eight looks like nineteen ninety eight vampires. I remember seeing seeing some of that when I was quite young. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess youngish. Um, I'm being a little bit freaked out by it. Yeah, I was freaked out by the bit where um, there was like yeah. a house full of vampires, wasn't there? Yeah, that's how it starts. Yeah, so they, they sort of these vampire hunters kill this house of vampires, and then the, the Dracula sort of main head of the vampire family comes to the the after party of the hunt, and that bit freaked me out because he just murders, he just straight up murders everyone in yeah. like incredibly brutal yeah, yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah, so, yeah, so John Cobb's it. Yeah, so and like I think since I. Uh, been listening to his music so much. I've been, I've been watching, filling in my John Carpenter gaps. I've watched all of the Prince of Darkness and In the Mind of Madness, the films I haven't seen, and this is one of those films that I hadn't seen. And it just reaffirms that my opinion that John Carpenter is a he, he like he's just got such a certain style to to his films. That I really really enjoy. Yeah. This for me feels like um, I've I've seen it lots because my mum was quite a big fan of this film, so I saw it a few times growing up. Um, even though, yeah, it's got a lot of John Carpenter style stuff in it, it's probably one of the least John Carpenter, John Carpenter films for me. Yeah. For me, at least, um, like the soundtrack, yes. Um, but in terms of like, it's got a great atmosphere. But I feel like the first two thirds of the film are so good, and then I feel like the final third, for me rushed. at least, feels a bit rushed, and it almost feels like the build is so meticulous has done so well yeah it tries to involve everybody in this yeah. sort of story that eventually when the fog arrives and yeah. all these people are in peril even though as i said some characters i wasn't too bothered about it did feel kind of rushed um and i didn't feel i felt like the tension kind of just washed away i didn't feel like, like a, i was someone just wafting the fog away <sighs> it was like someone just wafted the old uh, fog away yeah but yeah. i mean I mean, it is a good. It is a good film. It's, it's spooky, isn't it? And uh, but as I said, there. Unfortunately, considering what what's come before for John Carpenter, unfortunately, the fret. So these ghostly pirate things. Yeah. Do look a bit silly, at times. In some shots, they look good. In some shots, where you just see glowing red eyes, and they look good. In they look other shots, silhouettes. yeah. When they're just silhouettes, they look pretty good. But when you see other shots, when they just look like. A man with a bandana on, <laughs> or just like there's a couple of shots. They meant to like sort of see a... leprous, leprous, leprous right? yeah. So they've all got like bandages on, yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. Even though they're leopards, leopards, <laughs> pirate leopards. Oh, oh, you're ever so spotty. You are <laughs> leopard pirate ghosts. Leopard so pirate ghosts. It was an interesting ghosts. take I mean, on uh, the ghost story. Niche. Yeah, I think some on some close-ups they look a bit silly. I mean, I know what close-ups they are, and I did find myself laughing. I mean, we'll talk about these moments, but I found myself laughing yeah. like at least half a dozen times, half a dozen. which Six. is probably yeah. too, which is probably too many. <laughs> there, were, there was a moment which I, which I, I rewound and watched at least four or five times. Again, I'll tell you in a minute okay. uh, because, <laughs> because it was hilarious. But yeah, carry on. Okay. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, I thought the best thing I like 
Palace game was when it, you know, when it saw you got the radio playing and it's sort of showing the different parts of uh, uh, Antonio Bay. I was like, I feel like I'm playing Grand Theft Auto. I've discovered a new island, and yeah. like you're going through <laughs> and you're driving around. I felt like it was like an open world game of uh, this. I think the main thing this made me feel, which I don't think I, re- I, re- I rarely get with, which I rarely get with a horror film, is I'd love to live there. <laughs> I, I just that. thought I that. Yeah. I'd love to live there yeah. and just like even though that radio station was playing some crap it was just constant swing jazz or something it was there was nothing that like got I wanted it to be like you're really getting me going yeah um but just the thought of do you know what I mean just that small town vibe yeah, I, I, I googled thought, it I googled it I was like where is Antonio Bay I don't know if it's a real place but like because I found San Antonio Bay I don't think that is where yeah. it's I don't know I just thought it looked lovely. Like everyone seemed to know everybody, you know. You've got like a church and a and a and a lighthouse, and a, yeah. it just looked it just, it just small town nice. radio where you could just call in and talk to the radio person. And it, yeah, it yeah, it's like a proper local little community. I don't even really get that anymore. I liked it, and I'd like to see like imagine like a first person horror game set there. Yeah, imagine so. Uh, like I think there should be a game based on like a evil fog type thing, and like a like a coastal nautical sort of theme to it. It's uh, yeah, it's creepy as fuck. Oh, it's creepy. What, what are you more creeped out by, the fog or the mist? Uh, the mist. I mean, the mist is like they've got tentacles and bugs and giant spiders in it, and and yeah. like how, how would you know which, how would you know which was which? Like if you're somewhere and th- yeah, the fog, if like you went fog outside and it's fog down there and there's mist down there, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> which way do you go? <laughs> which way do you go? Because you'd want to choose the fog, but how would yeah. you know which one was which? What's the difference between a fog and a mist? I mean, that is a that's a question for another time, but yeah. it's still important. It's still important. Cat said that we were we watching it, and Cat uh, said, "Is this like the mists?" And there was trying to explain. <laughs> I guess, kind of. I mean, it's uh... <laughs> you tried to explain in your most patronising tone. Listen, darling. <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> fog and mist, they're getting more and more northern. When it comes to fog and mist, like uh, when but... it comes to, I think the fog though is a more. Uh, alive like the fog chases people like you know appears and yeah. moves on its own whereas the mist is like yeah the mist is just everywhere yeah it's just a wall just a wall of mist yeah there's a fog if you get fog a fan if you get a fan big enough you can just get the mist back do you know what i mean like because the ants <laughs> the, the the beasts yeah. never seem to go out of the mist no so, it's yeah. true so you just walk around with a fan and a long extension yeah. cable hoover and reverse uh... hoover's don't have reverse <laughs> buttons this no. is something that's in cartoons. They always put it on, put it on reverse when they suck something <laughs> up. This is not, it's not real. It's just, it's, that's not true. Yeah, and no, I really wanted one. Yeah, cartoons, eh? For, yeah, forever lying. <laughs> lying. They actually didn't fit a whole lab in that cupboard. Like I really, <laughs> I really wanted to have a lab in my in my cupboard, but I didn't even oh, have Dexter. a cupboard. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the, the 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 film. Okay, so let's have a look. So the key players of the story. There's a, there's a there's two men. There's a shitload. Um, Adrian Barbo plays Stevie Wayne, who's like um, a radio host. She like her radio station is in like a lighthouse tower. So by the way, her view from that lighthouse top is amazing because you can see like the curvature of the earth. It's so big. I don't know if that's yeah. just like the anamorphic sort of lens that sort of helped that. Jamie Lee Curtis uh, plays someone called Elizabeth Solly. She is. Uh, an artist on the road, uh, hitchhiking. hitchhiking. I'm joking. I should have said that. Yeah. I'm joking. That was a joke. She she just goes where the wind blows. Yeah. Uh, and then has and sex. Blow, very and has sex quick. Blows the wind. 
With men twice her age. But she's a free free woman in the 20th, yeah. 21st century. She can do what she wants. 20th century. Janet Lee plays, uh, who is Jamie Lee Curtis's mum, I read. Yeah, uh, he plays Kathy Williams, who I think is like the mayor, mayoress of the town or something like that. Um, like, she's one of the characters I don't think we really needed. Didn't really add much yeah. to it. And like, she had a sidekick, didn't she? Yeah, like a personal <laughs> assistant. Yeah, a carer. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Houseman plays Mister Macken. I don't know who that is. Who was Mister Macken? Mister Macken was the was a man on the boat. Okay, okay. maybe yeah. So he he could be one of the guys. He's a yeah. he's a boatman. Uh, Tom Atkins played Nick Castle. Again, I'm looking at these pictures of these people, and I'm thinking, I, I think it's because the it's because the pictures of the people are how they look now, and <laughs> yeah. it's really difficult to tell who they are. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, it is like almost forty years ago. Yeah, that's mad. James Cannon plays forty years. Dick Baxter. I don't know. Don't Adrian know. Barbeau plays Stevie Wayne. Is seventy two years old. Uh, she was married to John Carpenter when they made this film. They were. This was their first. Uh, John, you little. Project was John Carpenter? Did he have a little? He had a little um a little cameo, cameo. Well, didn't he? Yeah, at the start. Yeah, played at the Father Malone's personal assistant. Everyone well, has well, personal well, assistants I... in Antonio Bay. Yeah, but when I saw him, <laughs> I was like, "Hang on a minute, John Carpenter has always looked incredibly old." Sorry, John. Um, and when I saw him, I was like, "Hey, yeah. hang on a minute." But now Who's he looks like uh, turning into. I mean, back then I kind of feel like he looks like an old semi rocker sort of guy. Um, but now, semi rocker. <laughs> hey man, I'm not, I'm not a rocker. Okay, I mean, I'm, I'm just a semi rocker. <laughs> I just like now. I feel it's like um, it, it, it's, it's got that. I don't know. Like, uh, like he presses his face into fire once a night. <laughs> like it's got <laughs> like a sort of. I don't know. <laughs> he just he looks like he's seen. You know, he's been there. He's done that. He's got the t-shirt. He's seen all the dimensions. Yeah, he's seen yeah, all the parallel that's, universes. That's it, yeah. And he's like, I know things that, you know, his you don't face, want to know. The skin of his face has touched too many atmospheres. Like, it's, uh, <laughs> it's ruined him. It's exfoliated with the wrong... <laughs> <laughs> the wrong dimension soap. I don't know. But he, he's, only, uh, he's only five years old. But I think... Yeah, but I think he's, I think he's, a, he's an absolute dude. Like, when I watch interviews with him, like, he's so, like, sort of sour and, like, so... He just doesn't care anymore. There's, there was one uh, interview... Uh, so on, like if someone from Leeds was interviewing him, and you could tell the interview was super for a film festival. He, this interview was so nervous, like he was like, you know, when someone's so nervous, they're kind of like constantly trying to get saliva back <laughs> in their throat. John, so oh, John, <laughs> and uh, he, asked, he asked John uh, something about um, where his inspiration comes from, and then John Carpenter. I can't tell if John Carpenter was just saying a joke, but he said something about. His mum was in a mental institution. It's a really sort of like if it was a joke, it was a really sort of um, off the cuff sort of joke. And the guy in the interview didn't know what to say. He went, oh, "Okay, sorry, we won't talk about <laughs> <on> that." <laughs> but like oh, John, just looked like he just didn't care. Yeah. Okay. Didn't give a shit. Uh, so who else has got in the film? Let's keep going. I guess uh, Charles uh, Cyphers, Danny Bannon. Okay, we, oh, we've covered everyone, haven't we? It's just a load of. Wait, one more. One more things. is quite important. All oh, right. Okay. Hal, okay, Hal Holbrook plays Father Malone. Father yeah. Malone, he's still alive. Maloney. Hal it? Holbrook is 92 years old at the moment. I mean, he's doing well. Yeah. Considering 40 years ago, he looked pretty old. Uh, yeah, yeah, he did look quite old in this. He plays the um, the 
I didn't see him drink, but I'm going to assume he was drunk. Like a drunk, guilt-ridden priest. You didn't see him drink, so you're going to assume he's drunk. <laughs> yeah, but I, mean, pl- gu- I mean, guilty until proven innocent, I say. But he's playing that sort of, uh, you know, full of sin, regret yeah. priest who, uh, we're, all, we're all doomed. There's no point. Yeah, he's, he's complete um, negative Nunu later on in the film. Anyway, okay. So uh, the film starts um, with Captain Birdseye. It's like... Uh, <laughs> It's like some little kids are there. Have you ever seen Are You Afraid of the Dark? It's pretty yeah, much that, but like Captain Bird's eyes rocked up. And he's like, I've got one more story for you. Have a fish finger and we'll talk. And then uh, he goes, oh, I'm going to tell you. Apparently, this is, this is one of like, the reshoot moments. Um, so I've got a story for you. A hundred years ago, uh, some some people got drowned or something in a boat. What's the story about? <laughs> Like something bad hundred, happened hundred years, years ago. <laughs> hundred years ago, something bad happened. You never guess what. It was just pretty much just like it was. It was almost like telling you the story of what the film was going to be without even before it even begun. So this was a reshoot, was it? Yeah, well, this bit. Yeah, yeah so yeah. so there's a little boy who's um, Stevie's son who's there listening to the story, and he's yeah, like, and everyone's. Yeah. This was the this was the bit that made me made me laugh. Um, well, then, <laughs> then listen to the story. At the end of the story, the sh- the camera like pans up off of the off of Captain Birdseye's head, but well, I mistook it as him just going down. <laughs> yeah, going back like into he was, his hole. Like he, like he was in front, like he was in front of them, but he still kept going. Yeah. Well, we can see you later. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, surely that wasn't the shot. And it took me like a couple. Well, I watched it again. I went, oh right, okay, the camera's yeah. just panning up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Funny though. You Captain Birdseye. Like one of those people who pretends to go down in an elevator and sort of press it and then crouch. Yep. Yeah. Behind the sofa. Walks yeah. down behind the sofa. I love that. I think that's a great party trick. You know what I've been doing recently? Well, I did once. Oh. <laughs> uh, so when I was left left for the bus the other day, I'd just been watching Stranger Things. I'd just seen... Have you seen this season two yet? Not all of it. I'm, I've watched oh, okay. about six episodes. Okay, I don't want to, okay, I won't spoil it. I won't spoil well, don't spoil it for everyone listening as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I won't, I won't spoil it. But... Uh, just, just I, I did something quite funny and quite, you know, clever. And uh, he just comes to take my word for it. Okay. Patronising Condor, and now <laughs> modest Condor. <laughs> I did something quite cool and clever, you know, and everyone on the bus clapped me, okay? <laughs> everyone did. They are impressed. Okay, so... Uh, I, want, I, want know, I want to know what it is now. Well, you're going to watch the rest of Stranger Things, yeah. Ah. Uh. Uh, so <laughs> you're going to watch the rest of Stranger Things thinking, like, what did Luke... <laughs> what the fuck was he on about? There's going to be a bit where someone's on a bus and they like do a backflip down the aisle or something. <laughs> You're like, nah, he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so um, so yeah, then so we cut to present day or something. This, this, this is the story that's being told, I imagine. Um, Father Malone is in his church. John Carpenter says something like, do you want me to take the bin out or something? And then he, he goes out. <laughs> There's some lightning or some thunder and a, a bit of the church wall falls off. Father Malone looks in, finds a little diary, and I think it belongs to his great-great-granddad or granddad or something. And he looks into it. Um, and then it says something like, 100 years ago, um, him, his grandfather, and five other people uh, pillaged a boat of lepers who were trying to find some peaceful uh, place to, to, you know, to be lepers together and 
They just wanted someone to bed down for the night. Yeah, they just yeah. wanted someone to chill out, you know, be lepers. But then uh, these people, the good guys, are, well, Farmer Malone's granddad was essentially a pirate, I guess. They pillaged the boat, sunk it, took the gold, um, and then there was a curse placed on the on the island. Antonio Bay, so every 100 years, apparently, these ghosts are going to come back and they're going to do people in. Which, tonight is the night, it's the 100th year. Which is weird, isn't it? It's weird to go, oh... We're gonna do it. We're gonna put a curse right on this time. We're gonna do you in. In hundred years, <laughs> you wait. You wait. You won't see. In hundred years, <laughs> in hundred years, we'll be yeah. back. I read another thing where, where it's like, I'm gonna do it, but I'm not gonna tell you when. Could be now. Could be hundred years time. <laughs> but you <laughs> won't know. And constantly, every time a fog yeah. rolls in, you'd be like, shit, 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 oh. shit. <laughs> not this time. <laughs> it's a normal fog. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then it sort of cuts to. That like like talking about the intro of a game sort of thing. So yeah, it's got lots of different shots of Antonio Bay. It looks lovely. Like I said, it's a nice community. We've got um, is the name Stevie Ray, Stevie, Stevie whoever the the radio Stevie, host is. Stevie, Stevie Wayne. Stevie Wayne, Stevie Wayne yep. Vaughan. Uh, she's like saying good morning, playing some jazz records because apparently they love jazz and swing in in Antonio Bay. Um, what do they play? And then uh, I, mean, I think it was good. I think it felt like an actual town. It felt like a real place. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, like, pretty much when it hits midnight, loads of dodgy things start happening, don't they? Like, someone's car alarm goes off. Or well, loads of car alarms go off, don't they? The glasses, like, pop or something. Or, like... Yeah, there's a guy, there's a guy like, in a shop doing some sweeping. Doing some really crap sweeping. There doesn't seem to be anything to sweep. But he's sweeping along. You know what? Like, that annoys me. Go home, like, mate. You know when... You just want mopping or sweeping. I think sometimes they feel like the idea, the aim is just to touch the floor with the with the mop or get the floor wet or something. I'm like, no, you, you you're cleaning the floor. Like there is an actual point. To, like the aim is to not to get the floor wet. The aim is to <laughs> get the dirt off the floor. Jesus. <laughs> hey, you're not mopping that floor properly. You know, I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this guy's sweeping. Some glasses start smashing, and I think, now you've got something to sweep up, you prick. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so loads of weird, dodgy things start happening. Um, with, at the same time as when the masonry falls from the wall, and, and the old pre- and what's his name? Is he a priest? Father Malone. Oh, he's, Father he's Malone. Father. And he's alone. Is every father uh, a priest? Or is every priest a father? Well, you know, what came first, chicken or the egg? I mean, that's, a, that's what I know. So now, <laughs> I, mean, is that, I mean, is it like another word for it? Uh... I'm not Christian. Was... <laughs> no, I mean, is Daddy Malone is is someone who was a priest referred to his father? Oh yeah, or... I think so. Yeah, why not? I mean, yeah, if, if it's not the case, then you know. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Correct us, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. I was say yeah. Christians. <laughs> Christ- yeah, come on. Come at us, Christians. Actually, would generally like to know. Um, okay, so. Yeah. Meanwhile, out on the sea, there's a free, there's a boat fishing boat or something. Yeah. Fishermen aren't really doing much inside the boat. They're chilling, smoking, smoking they're all one off. Smoking yeah. and, hey, they're smoking a number. They're smoking <laughs> a doobie. They're chilling out. They're listening to the radio. Stevie Wayne's on the radio. And I think they like listening to the radio, not for the swaying or the jazz. They like listen to yeah. it for Stevie Wayne's. Dulcet tones. This is ASMR before ASMR existed. Yeah, Stevie Stevie Wayne's voice. They're up, is putting them to sleep. They're all like, sleep. <laughs> yeah, this is so relaxing. I don't even know why. But the thing is, she she seems to work at through the night at this radio station in the lighthouse, playing all this music, speaking the way she does. How does she stay awake? I don't see her consume one cup of coffee during this film. She she looks tired. <laughs> I mean, like. <laughs> Between like yeah, which puts which, which, which music on, she does this whole whew, kind of uh, you know. So she's putting a, a show on. To she just sticks, all, sticks a ramstone on. Yeah, to all a hundred people in Antonia Bay who are listening, because there can't be that many people listening within that small town at that time of night. No, it can't. Well, she's obviously got she's got a couple of regular listeners. There's a guy who keeps ringing the. I mean, he keeps ringing the studio. He's a bit of a pest, isn't he? Number one fan. Yeah, like two. Number much, one fan. Yeah. He's a bit of a pest. All right, oh, hello. Yeah, so I thought I'd just rig up and tell you your voice. You can hear it on the radio. Yeah, yeah. Also, he says, uh, called the darling, which, you know, can't go with that anymore. I mean, he's. Uh, Are they involved romantically or is Triggered. It, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> triggered. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, so, so what? So they're, on the, they're on the boat and then. So, fishermen on the boat chilling out and then the fog. We're going to say this a lot. The fog rolls in. Because what else does a fog do? Drifts, rolls. Kind of floats, isn't it? Floats. Um, so the, the, the number one fan calls Stevie because he's like a weather dude. He says, there's a fog. You said it's going one way. It's not. It's actually going this way. And she's like, oh, that makes it sound like the fog's got a mind of its own or something. It's going against the wind. And then the fog rolls up to rolls up to um, this fishing boat where they're listening to Stevie they go, this is strange to look out and there's a boat in the in the in the fog. There's something in the there's fog. A mo- there's a moment here where um one of the guys on the boat so he com- he quite comically says, There's no fog out there. Oh wait, <laughs> there's a fog out there. He like, literally <laughs> says it like that. And it's wow. yeah. it's really weird. And everyone goes, What? Yeah, so the fog sort of rolls in and then they sort of see like a pirate ship, don't they? Yeah, real, real close, real close to the boat, and then it kind of vanishes. The Elizabeth Dane. The is Elizabeth that, is that the hey. girl who plays who's in a uh, homeland? You know who I mean? Claire Danes. Claire Danes. The Earth is close enough. <laughs> close enough, but totally wrong, Luke yeah. Condor. <laughs> There's not a fog out here. 
There's a fog out here. <laughs> That's exactly, he says it exactly like that. It's a really weird moment. There ain't no what the hell. Um, okay, so uh, so what happens? So they get they get murdered, right? Yeah. So so some ghostly leper pirates turn up on this on the ship. Yeah. Uh, and do some stabbing. They stab one guy, stab oh, another yeah. guy. Then there's another there's another guy inside mucking about with the apparatus, and he's and he says something along the lines of, "There's a fog out here." <laughs> and then he gets stabbed. This is one close up we see sort of a guy who's like a one of the pirate ghost leper men, and he mm. looks a bit silly. He looks just like a student on the night out. Uh, <laughs> well, they, they can look, look pretty leprous. Lep- yeah, they can look pretty leprous. <laughs> leprous, I guess. Leprous, yeah, um, leprous. But that bit was good because so it's just the guy's face, and then like you saw the fog monster there, and then it went completely pitch black. And then he sort of grabs his head, and he looked like he had Raphael from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as sigh, and he shook yeah. him twice in each eye. Really quick. Oh yeah, yeah, that was good. Brutal, yeah. The sound effects were were spot on. Forgot about that, Bernard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blop. Goodbye, eyes. And then yeah, next next morning. This is weird. Stevie Wayne wakes up the next morning. Her son's like waking her up, and I think, hang on a minute. How many hours sleep has she had? She's been up all night, and her son disrespect has just come straight in and gone. Get up, mum. Get up. <laughs> been working all night. Still she no coffee. For... She's not going she no coffee pay... for her. Yeah. No. She getting paid for this, or is it a labor of love? It's like it's like a podcast. Who's paying? Her? <laughs> is think... it like a podcast? <laughs> she's just, oh, is she's she... obviously getting paid loads then. Yeah. What a waste of time! Wait a minute. Is this a waste of time? <laughs> is what we're doing now a waste of time? On your deathbed, we're, we're going to go. One thousand and forty-five episodes of Horror Hangout. <laughs> what a waste of time! Yeah. Could have been doing anything. Could have been traveling the world. But we can warn people about the fog. There's a fog coming yeah. out. It's a remake. <laughs> <laughs> Another remake. There's a fog out there. There's not, oh my God, there's a fog out there. I actually thought yes. this would make a good TV show. Um, if there was more to the fog, you know what I mean? Like, it, there'd have yeah. to be another element to it, but like, they could, because there's lots, to, lots of different things going on around the town. Have to roll, the fog would have to roll in and target certain people, I think. Like an evil That's, that's the only way it'd be good. And, yeah. then, and then it'd be a murder getting investigated by, uh, um, Al Pacino, yeah, who um, couldn't sleep because the sun never went down. Oh, that's already a film. Yeah, that's already. A film. And it should smell like before they see it. They should go. <laughs> they should smell it and go. Ooh. What's it smell like? Meat, like rotten, rotten meat, like uh, lepers, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah, good idea. And yeah. then there'd be a moment where the fog turns up and someone goes, "Shit, it's the mist." They go, no, 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 that's definitely the fog. There's something in the mist. <clears throat> I mean, fog. <laughs> I mean the fog. We're in the John Carpenter universe, not the Stephen King of, of verse. Oh, easy to get confused. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so what what happens now? So some people are killed. It's the morning Andy. after, right? Yeah, yeah. Her son Andy finds a bit of driftwood uh, with the word Dane written on it. Where have we seen that before? But it initially looks like a gold coin, and he goes, "Oh, a little bit of gold. Oh, a little bit of gold." And then the wave washes it out, and then suddenly there's a bit of wood. See, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pick that up until he said it was a gold coin. Like, yeah. I just thought there was nothing there. I didn't see anything, and then there was a piece of wood. Um, yeah. So it says Dane. Does he take it to his mum at this point? Yeah, he gives it to his mum, and then he goes back out, and she takes it um, to her, her next shift at the lighthouse to do the radio show, which is now in the daytime. Oh, Double shifting over yeah. it. I mean, when does she? If it is a labour of love, and she's not getting paid for it, don't put every waking minute into it. You run yourself. Also, the ground. you know when she's not got a show. I'm pretty sure she just plays those ads. Like, yeah, <laughs> this place is like the same ad, like 
add version 32. Listen to KBBA radio. Like she just plays the same thing over and over again. Um, and then she turns up once in a while and does a shift. Just leave it. Just leave it playing forever. Because like, there's some of a radio host, is there? Like, oh, I don't think there is. She don't come in and she's got like uh, Alan Partridge sat there <laughs> doing, <laughs> doing mid morning matters. Uh, so, <laughs> so she goes upstairs. There's like I said, there's, there's ads playing. Um, some spooky stuff happens now, right? So the wood starts. She leaves the woods on top. Wood, wood on top of a tape. On yep. top of the tapes, display or whatever it is, it starts leaking water. Everything yep. sets on fire, and then um, it says six must die in it or something. Like the uh... yeah, yeah. There's like a weird when that happens. There's a weird voice that comes from the tape player, which has been leaked yeah, on. And... KBB but... Radio was it? Was it like... six must die? Six must die. Oh my god, Jesus, Jesus Christ! Yeah, but... um, yeah. <laughs> That's got to have been um, sampled for like a metal. Track, hasn't it? Six must die. It would be good. I like it. We've missed a bit out here. We missed out the bit where we meet Elizabeth. No. Yeah, yeah. Where um, we meet Jamie Lee Curtis's character. So is that on the first night? So she is hitchhiking. Are you doing an impression of someone hitchhiking? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was actually. Yeah. That's not a hitchhike. That's a hitchhike, isn't it? Hey! Give me a ride. Now, I was confused by this relationship. So she hitchhikes, mm-hmm. and a guy in a truck stops and picks her up. Yeah. Did they know each other from before? This is the first time they've met. First time they've met. Very, very weird dynamic between these two. Yeah. It's almost one. Of, it's almost like a. It's almost like a sex game it where yeah. <laughs> where they're like, you go out on the road, and I'll come and pick you up, and then you I'll mean take like the you. Mean like the role playing. Yeah, because yeah. they like seem to. They seem to like no. Like I was so confused because she obviously he picks her up. They're driving along. Then suddenly the windscreen implodes, all the truck's windows smash. He says, you're, obviously... you're not a weirdo, are you? And he goes, yes, I am a weirdo. And she goes, good. Yeah, good. Because everyone else I've met has been so boring. <laughs> oh, well, You say that, but then if a weirdo's dismembering you, you don't go, well, this yeah. is fun. Yeah, at least it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, so so they, go, they go back yeah. to his, and, and he gives her a... Uh, a Roger he, room. <laughs> he, she hitchhikes a ride on him. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what she was asking for when she had the thumb out. Up the bump. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he went, yes, please. Up, up, yeah. <laughs> you're a weirdo, right? Yeah. You said you're a weirdo. <laughs> it's I weird because like, you, you meet a strange yeah. man on the road. Yeah. All of his windows in, implode. And somehow you bond over that and then have sex with him. And then like a, a fog I- monster man knocks on the door. He wants to get involved as well. That's why. Well, <laughs> he's, he's been watching through the window. He's like going... Oh bloody hell! Hundred years I've been floating. floating in the. I've been floating in the in the realms of hell. Hundred years. I might be a leper, but that still works downstairs. Let me in. Yeah. And then that like curved dagger went like straight for some reason. I'm not too sure why. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird curvy dagger. <laughs> um, oh, you really straighten my dagger, you do. Whoa. <laughs> Um, and then uh, after they've done the the business, he goes, "What was your name again?" Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, they sort of find out each other's name after. But she kind of like goes, "What's her name?" <laughs> wait, what? Wait, what's her name? Uh, uh, Elizabeth. It, that's why I thought it was a weird yeah. sex game because she goes, "Hmm, Elizabeth." Like it wasn't actually a real name. Like it was a character. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. "What are these guys playing at? And what are they doing in this film?" <laughs> yeah. But, I reckon uh, John Carp- I reckon John Carpenter pitched that role to Jamie Lee Curtis. 
Now, I know you've been typecast a lot as just somebody who runs away from some, from a killer. We're going to add a new How element to your guy? character. Yeah. You like new element. <laughs> you're an artist and you sleep around a lot. Yeah. What? <laughs> with, okay. with this guy, I mean, no disrespect to this guy. He's mm. twice her age, isn't he? And he's got twice the head mass. You know, he's got quite a <laughs> big head. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Not only are you twice my age, but you've got twice the head mass I have. <laughs> I'm not into this. When he said I'm a weirdo, he's meant he's referring to the size of his head. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm, not, I'm not normal at all. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, so what, basically these guys, Elizabeth, Jamie Lee Curtis, Elizabeth, and the bloke she's knocking off with, was the name Nick Castle? So they, they get involved in trying to find out what's happened to the trawler that goes missing, which, which the fog ghosts attacked. Um, why did they get involved? Because like, Nick knew one of them or something like that? I think one of them might be his brother or cousin or something like that. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Isn't it? So yeah, they go they go and find the trawler, and then when they get on board, there's like no there's like no one there. Like the boat is yeah. almost like all the what's happened to all the apparatus is almost like the bus, the but like pressure the, a pressury rise thing, right? Yeah. So it's, and is, every, is everything is everything wet as well? Like it almost like I think so. As if it's been like underwater. Yeah, um, as if the the boat's like capsized or been un, underwater or something. But yeah. Yeah, and then there's like a Jamie Lee Curtis sits on a thing, and then a body falls out on her, and it's the only only body you find. It's the one who I think got the eyes jabbed out. Yeah, um, but I mean, it's, it's like it's like a double jump scare here, isn't it? Well, not well, like a like a fake scare initially, and followed by an actual jump scare. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, which is pretty good. And it's um, like the body I, looks like it's been drowned or been underwater for months or something, like it's water clogged or something like that. Um, so then they, yeah. they they drive they get on the boat and they take that body back to the morgue or whatever yep autopsy room where they're all chilling you know that's what they do they just let everyone in the autopsy room these days and go look come on just uh, help, me, help me work out what's happened to this body so this is a I don't understand what happened here so they the, the mortician and Mr. Bighead walk into a different room and they're talking about this is weird the guy's Looks like he's been dead for months or whatever, and then the the dead body kind of comes alive and yeah, it looks like it looks like he's going to attack Jamie Lee Curtis's character, but then he just falls over. Yeah, but did it have a biro? Because it sort of wrote in biro on the floor, like it had. Three. I thought it had like a. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it had. A, I thought it just carved the number three on the floor with something. A biro. I don't know. Supposed to be a fingernail, a biro. Um, a Stanley knife or something, but managed to carve the number three on there, just, is, which happens to be his favorite number. And does that mean, does that mean like, um, so the three are dead now, and it's, it's yeah, three more to kill. So it's not yeah. like there's only like six people going to die every hundred years. It's not that much, like exactly. In the what you think about it? Things, I mean, yeah. it's quite a friendly fog. To say you know they, it's they, quite they, a friendly they, fog. <laughs> say how much they got. So they they, they slaughtered these leopards see people on the boat, they got a load of gold and they sort of started the town, Antonio Bay with it, just to sacrifice six people every hundred years, just, you know they've got a town out of it and they've got like a big gold cross, they've done quite well out of the deal Yeah, that's true I mean, if, if someone said to you right, you can have all this stuff, but in a hundred years something bad's going to happen, you'd be like, fuck them I'll be dead by then <laughs> <laughs> Yeah um, So Pretty much So, so what, what last happening, so the guy writes through the floor um, so what's happening in the radio tower? So the sign is like leaks water, 
uh, a voice has sort of appeared, like a ghostly voice, and then. Yeah. And then, and that's pretty much it. Okay. Like she puts the puts the fire out, and the piece of wood says Dane again. It's not, it's yeah. not on fire. Were you getting like a Pirates of the Caribbean vibe from Mister Dog? <laughs> <laughs> you best start uh, believing in ghost stories. I needed, I, I needed the theme to be. <laughs> I was about to sing it, and I completely gone. Yeah, it, I was just trying to think it up, and then it just sort of. Went I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do Game of Thrones. Dun, 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 dun. I'll go to Gladiator. See that's because <laughs> there is a very similar, like similar to. See, I love that. That, that gladiator when that theme the comes Caribbean. down. I honestly can't think of how it goes. No, that was. Good I keep going. I keep going. Paris of the Caribbean. Is that one of the best? Is that one of the best like theme tunes ever made? That theme tune, like I just have to sing along to it every time it's on. Yeah. Did 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 Again. <laughs> yeah, right again. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah, we'll yeah. Uh, come back to that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, what happens now? So, I guess it's like ramping up already towards the end, right? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the thing. All this stuff has happened over the course of like two thirds of the film. So, it is night. The pacing's nice. We've kind of not seen. We've seen the fog turn up like once. It's not been. Do you know what I mean? All the stuff with with the radio tower is all pretty creepy. Yeah, uh, okay. I do remember what happens next. Okay, so um, Stevie's on the phone to her the number one creepy fan, creepy, creepy Steven. And he um, he's like, oh, it's all foggy outside. And he get he goes to check the door and she's on the on the phone at the same time and says, no, don't. Um, and then he opens the door and then the, the creepy pirates sort of pull him into the fog and Shunk him. The sound effects were so good in, in the in the way they sort of get him. And he's like, he's not yeah. even screaming. I mean, if you if you like got killed by uh, fog monsters, you'd scream or something. But I mean, what what kind of noise would you make, Ben? If you if got, I got killed by some fog monsters, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the one. But it, it like, it's anything. like I want to I want to scream, but I'm so full of absolute terror. I don't maybe know what's going fog, on. Maybe you can't breathe. It. It's like too <gasps> too raspy. Oh. Rasp- oh. You know what it is? It's not fog. It's just a big vape cloud. Yeah, rolling, rolling in. <laughs> there's some, there's some 2017 hipsters that have traveled yeah. through time, and they're doing a real big vape cloud, and it's just rolling in towards the, the fog. Yeah, the ghost, the ghost just exists, but like separately. Uh, hey. There's nothing to do with the vape cloud. We um, should do a, a, our own film. So there's the Mr. Fog, the vape, the vape, the vapor, the vape cloud, or the vape man, the vape, the vape, or just vape, just vape. Yeah, I like it. Every one hundred years, a vape cloud rolls in to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um. And there's just, there's just like twenty dickheads in it, all vaping. Super annoying. Are you scared oh, of dickheads? Fucking vape everywhere! Like Jesus Christ, can't see anything. God damn it! What even is it? I mean, what nicotine level is it? I mean, I I really want some. It's delicious. You can get all different types of flavors: blueberry, banana. Can you get it in chocolate chip? Maybe. Of course you can, Grandad. They do every flavour. Of course flavor. you can, Grandad. Every flavour you want. Yeah. Grow up. <laughs> so, um, so that'd be the trilogy of, of smoky films. So, 
<laughs> so he gets killed. <laughs> he gets killed, uh, and then and then for some reason Stevie realizes that the fog is for the fog monsters and killing people. Yeah. See, this is a bit of a jump, like a jumpy conclusion, and then he puts a whole like career on the line and, se- and gets on the radio and says, please, the fog's going towards my family house because you can see it from up there in the lighthouse. Please, can someone go get my son and save him from the fog? See, like, she only heard Steve sort of get stabbed. She didn't yep. She didn't know he got killed by the fog. Yeah. But, but, you know, thought, you well, when the fog goes into Steve's house, I felt really sorry for the babysitter, that older, older lady, Mrs. Quadritz. Yeah, they, they didn't give a shit about her. Did they? <laughs> she was like, she was like an 80-year-old woman who was like going... Yeah. Come on now, Andy. Go in. Go to your bedroom. It's only fog monsters at the door, and she gets yeah. like murderized. She was uh, fodder for the fog. She was fogger. She was. She was um, fod fogger. Fog. <laughs> fog she fodder. was fog fodder. Yeah. She was fog fodder, which is unfortunate considering she seemed like such a lovely lady. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but but Nick Nick Castle obviously arrives because he's the big hero of the, uh, the hour. He's already shagged Jamie Lee Curtis, so now. He's like, right now, I've got to do some rescues. And then, yeah. you know, I really will. I really will have done a good film. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they did the big rescue. It's a kind of close call. The grand fodder is yeah. uh, killed. <laughs> grand fodder. And my, my grandmother and my grandfather, both dead. And then uh, they, get, <laughs> they get killed by the fog. Um, what's the name? Stevie... Uh, the fog starts to come up the lighthouse now. She's like trying to get away from it. Uh, mm. At the same time, they were having a big celebration for the hundredth birthday of this town, um, and that's where it's, that's where the sort of side story is happening that doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, this is the thing: the, the side mm. story with um, Jamie Lee Curtis's mum. What's her name? Uh, yeah. yeah, with all these people, <laughs> I was just like, oh, these were the people you could have lost because it was like, oh, yeah. there's some stuff happening. Or they should have just stuff. died. They should have just had the fog roll through the, that like, whole party thing and yeah. everyone gets mowed down brutally. By the fog. And then it's like, oh, shit. The fog's real, shit. man. Like, yeah. the, fog, yeah. the fog is taking names and killing more than six people. Maybe yeah. it should have been where it was like, we've got a taste for this now. We don't right. want to kill just six. We want to kill six everyone. Oh, <laughs> we want to kill six <laughs> people <laughs> oh bloody hell mate jesus yeah calm down and then the fog fodder we just all lined up yeah and side down one by one <laughs> yeah um, so they so, they, so every, pretty much every yeah. other character who's not stevie nicks stevie wayne i was gonna say stevie ray like stevie ray Vaughan. Steve, stevie yeah. ray Vaughan. um yeah. so they all take refuge in in the church and they in in the back room yeah they go to uh, father malone's church Father yeah. Malone's only been in it at the start of this film. Now he's like, now now he's like a main character again. He's like the the town's cursed. We're all doomed. There's no getting away from them. Sure, yep. you go inside if you aren't, but you we're all buggered. Like he's completely pessimistic. The glass is half empty for him. It's all the way empty, and it, it's piss. <laughs> it's a glass of piss. Um, <laughs> so he uh, they get inside, um, hide. The fog's coming now. There's some cool shots of like leprosy arms sort of reaching slowly in through the windows that's, that's yeah. some glass breaking there when the, fo- when the fog is when the yeah. fog is inside the church as well that's pretty cool yeah yeah um churchy fog what's his name father goes oh I, i've got this massive gold cross it's made from the gold of all the gold that was stolen super heavy he brings it out and um so now we like the fever fever pictures film so so not only did they steal the gold, but they made a religious symbol out of it. 
Seems yeah. like a waste. It does, yeah. yeah. They could have all had sick bling. Everyone <laughs> in that town could have had a Instead lovely of that chunky. massive gold cross that the father likes to wear. They could have all had like a, like a decent father, size He cross. likes to wear that massive cross. Just <laughs> weighs like... Like, he, he's not a good. He's not a good guy in his film. Like he, his grandfather killed his people just so he could do a sermon and look bitchy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where'd you get that gold cross from, mate? I don't even ask if I got it online somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, so he's the father's like. I was going to trade his gold in for some Wonga on Wonga dot com, <laughs> but uh, I've decided I'll just give it back to what's the guy's name? Blake. That the the main. Pirate Ghost. His name's Blake, I think. Yeah, he's got a name. Captain Barbosa. It? It's weird that he's got a name. Why? I don't know. I thought they'd be just like faceless, nameless ghosts. Yeah, he's the only one with red eyes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, old Red Eye Blake. Captain I want. I kind of want. I want to see a prequel to this. I want to see it happening. Yeah, imagine. So you're on a boat. Years ago. You're on a boat full of lepers, and then you get attacked for your gold by healthy people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. And then you, and then you die, and then you go. I'm a ghost. Imagine if that was a game. You were a ghost ship. You were the fog, and you could like spawn ghosts, like Command and Conquer, or like ghost ships. <laughs> and then, um, and yeah. then, like you have to sort of get to this town and get all the people. That sounds fucking amazing. I really want that game. That's we'll get nice. we'll get that kickstarted soon. Um, okay, so uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan is on the roof of the thing. She's about to get killed. And also we get a nice shot of someone's face. It's first a ghost person's face. First time we see it. Got worms yep. and maggots and stuff in it. Nice. Um, be annoying. See, I, said, I don't want to be a ghost for 100 years and have loads of maggots and worms in my face. Like I'll be, like, be like, I don't care about my revenge and stuff. I just want to I'll be at peace. I want to get some cream. I'm sick, <laughs> I'm sick of being a leper. I'm yeah. sick of it. Yeah. I don't care about the gold. Get me out of here, Blake. And Blake will just be like, glowing red eyes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah great good point Blake just wants his bling back Captain Blake Captain um, Blake so and then the the boy the little boys are getting attacked and like they're all getting like pulled to the windows by these leprous, leprosy hands um, yeah. and then father gives the cross to Blake says I'm sorry my great granddad was a guy who stole this so was, so was hard and he hands it to him and then it oh, it's like gets super the, the cross glows white and yep. it looks like the father's going to die, but Frank Castle, Nick Castle, Frank, pulls, Frank him, Castle. <laughs> pulls him away from the cross. At the last minute. All blows pulls up. Him off. Does it all blow up? Pulls... I think it's just like a big flash of light in there. There's yeah. a big flash of light, like uh, um, which is Blake ejaculating. Uh, <laughs> and then... Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and Nick Castle does another rescue. Who did you blow to get that part, Yeah. Mate? <laughs> um, hey, I got a good, I got a good idea for a rewrite for this script. How about, how about Nick Castle saves the day, and he and gets the girl shag. without saying anything, and, and he I, gets the girl without even knowing her name, just the way it should be, and he gets a thumb up his bum. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. that's right. All the way up. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> so then they save um, save the day and I think it sort of cuts to black pretty quickly after that I don't think too much happens uh, and then we get like a final epilogue where the father's like oh I was super pessimistic but now I think I think everything's going to be okay actually and there's like this isn't piss this is water 
And then, uh, <laughs> and Andy sips at it. The fog suddenly turns up, and then it ends with Blake or Red Eye Blake decapitating Father Malone. Cool little ending. Cutting his noggin off. And then the music. Lead, 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 lead. I really like the main theme, don't you? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I actually knew it. I've been listening to it prematurely before watching this film, so I kind of knew it before. Um. But that was that's it. That's it. From the, that's the film from the anthology album. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's a really good album. Uh, well, I mean, I've, I've got it on Spotify. I don't actually own anything anymore. Um, you right? Sorry, just tired. It's because I've got so many layers on. I think you getting I've, that. I've got, I've got two fog. layers. Yeah. Yeah, I get a brain fog. I've got two layers on. I'm in an incredibly warm room. Yeah, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready for bed here. It's very warm. Past inviting. Eight. You've got bunting on the wall there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, wrong way. <laughs> yeah, over yeah. there. Yeah, that's it. Well, yeah, it's half past eight. Feels a lot later. Okay. So well, we need to do now anyway. So um, the trivia. You yes. Re- you ready? That's okay. the end. <laughs> number one. Yeah, that's the end of the film. Um, that's just how it ends. Uh, number one. Director John Carpenter said the film was inspired after a visit to Stonehenge when he spied upon the plains of great creepy, creepy fog. True or false? Yeah, true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, so uh, it, yeah, he went to Stonehenge and uh, he said that was creepy. And then that, that I'll make a film about that. Uh, okay, number two, the ghost story. Oh, I think we might have spoiled this. <laughs> the ghost story prologue scene was added after the first edit of the film was put together. Uh, after JC gobbled down a ketchup and fish finger sandwich, pointed to the air of one of the fish fingers and said, "By Jolly, I think I've got it." I'm going to add Captain Bird's eye to the film. True or false? Uh, false. Okay, okay. Well, uh, the, 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 it's oh, halfway through. Out. Yeah, halfway through. Halfway, halfway true. true. Wait, nothing's halfway true, mate, is it? <laughs> Come on. Who are you? Politics. Who are you? The mainstream media. <laughs> <laughs> um, jazz music. Are you ready for number, number three? Huh? Are you ready for number three? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, thought that, I thought that was number three. Then. <laughs> number three. Uh, jazz music was used for Stevie Wayne's radio station because it was more affordable than rock music and can uh, and because jazz CDs are pound for pound the lightest of all the CDs. Yeah, true. That uh, yeah, true. <laughs> uh, that's halfway true, isn't it? That's what you're trying to do. You're trying to get me up halfway trues and halfway falses like I'm some sort of mug. This is a Halfway piss. true. <laughs> Wait, that's not rain. Um, okay, so that's yeah, it's true. Jazz music is more affordable, um, and as like all of John Carpenter's films, they seem to be like too low budget, but he seems to make them good anyway. Um, number four, the band mentioned in the radio near the beginning is the Coupe de Vils, which John Carpenter is a member of. True or false? True. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard the Coupe de Vils? No. Super cheesy, man. <laughs> listen, oh, to, listen to Coupe de Vils. What does John Carpenter? What does John Carpenter do? He sings and plays like a guitar. And like he was like oh. like a blazer with the shit, like the sleeves rolled up, and uh, oh. it's like proper big trouble in China. <laughs> but it's, uh, oh, it's a song. <laughs> he does songs based on his films, does it? Well, that one. I don't know if it's the the, the thing. <laughs> <laughs> the thing. Well, I mean that, that's the sort of fashion of it. The thing. <laughs> it's very like big and boomy and echoey. It's a, Okay, uh, number five, the last one. When Nick and Elizabeth rescue Stevie's son, Andy, from the fog, only Andy asks about the babysitter. 
when he says, hang on a sec, where in the blazes is my babysitter? True. So, sure. <laughs> Why not? It's false. No, no one asked about the babysitter. No, she's oh, completely, no completely forgotten about. Yeah. It's because they know she's dead. They know she's been fogged. Yeah. You've been fogged! <laughs> you know, like in Grand Theft Auto when you get wasted. Like, that comes up when you... <laughs> it goes red. Fog. Just fogged. Like a foghorn. Yeah. Um, okay, so, uh, what are you going to grade the film? Um, I'm going to grade the film. An F for fog! <laughs> no. um, yeah, I love this film. It's not my favourite John Carpenter film by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I think it's like it feels like a bit of a compared to Ghost of Mars, though. Like, uh, I mean, it's it's nothing compared to Ghost of Mars. It's yeah. nowhere. It's I, here. I like Ghost of film. Mars is yeah. here and rising. Yeah. Um, but you know, I I still enjoyed it. I think it's still like a classic film in terms of like atmosphere, soundtrack, iconic visuals. I just think story wise, after that, after in the the final like the third act for me doesn't feel like it lives up to the hype of the rest of the film, but. I'd still give this film a B minus. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I was going for a similar thing. It's it's good. I think if I watched this years and years ago, like when Tommy said he watched it as a kid, and Andy, like it would have been one of those, like you know, one of the films that I think maybe would have been on par with Gremlins or something in your memory of that kind of vibe. Um, town gets under siege by nasties, but I still kind of liked it. I'm going to give it a B, just a solid B. Oh, come for a solid B. Yeah. Gotta go higher than B every time, haven't you? I don't know I don't know <laughs> what you're trying to prove. I don't think uh I think there's been a couple of times when I've voted lower, right? Really? Yeah, no, there's been a couple, mate. One or two out yeah. of thirty five episodes. Yeah, old father Malone over here, he's always saying the, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the glass is half full of piss and, <laughs> and there's jizz in it, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. God. Nick Castle's been at it again, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's jizzing and everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's it for this episode. Um, next week, we're going to be doing number 20 on the list. Yep. Psycho. Psychopath. Such a psycho. Just psycho, yeah. this one, yeah. Psycho. I mean, we're, we're, we're getting into like super classic territory now, aren't we? As we... Mm. As we we've already dipped, they were dipping a toe into the top twenty. Now we're going balls deep into the top twenty. All the way, thumbs up. Into thumbs top 20. up, thumbs. Um, yeah, so we're hitting the classics. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so okay, so this show is brought to you by Story Studio Hawk and Cleaver. Head over to hawkandcleaver.com. Um, become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash hawkandcleaver. Thanks to Kovacs Cameron for our theme music. Thanks to Acast for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners if you enjoyed the show. Please consider giving giving us a nice five star rating and review in iTunes, and remember to hit subscribe. And thanks once again to my co-host Ben for being a real horror dude. Thumbs up, Luke. No. <laughs> Maybe okay. later. Maybe later. All right. Bye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.